How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Shredding it. Joel shredding it. Welcome and welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Suckage. Even if Philly Jane isn't sure who, what show she called, who she's listened to, but she was going to say something about Jerry Krause and Philadelphia fans. And we might boo Santa Claus. We're not going to boo Mrs. Claus. Welcome and welcome back. Saturday Suckage. We are going to go back to the guest hotline here on The Score, and the guest hotline is presented by Circus Sports Illinois, and talk with our senior NFL analyst. Welcome back, Hub Arkish. Hi, Hub. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, Steve. How are you? I am doing okie-dokie. I'm warm enough, and <laughs> that's about all I can hope for now. So the the events of the week for the Bears and the names as the parade of potential as candidates for offensive coordinator, one of these things is not like the other one. There's a whole bunch of the McVay, Shanahan, anyone begetsy tree. And then here comes Cliff Kingsbury. So what do you make of that? How likely is that? And I have another follow-up question about the quarterback he might coach. But what do you think of Cliff Kingsbury being included on this? Well, you know, Cliff Kingsbury is is a good football coach, and and I think he's their ninth or tenth interview, you know, for the offensive coordinator, and so it makes perfect sense. And the fact that his coach Caleb Williams, you know, is significant. He, uh, they can get, you know, qualified, educated opinions on Caleb Williams and what to do with that number one overall pick. Um, I don't think he is immediately the favorite for the job necessarily, or anything like that. Um, especially being the ninth or tenth pick, uh, but it makes perfect sense, you, you know. And it's interesting to hear how high he is on Williams. Um, although we're hearing that from various sources who are reporting what supposedly was discussed in the meeting. So, if we talk about Cliff Kingsbury, if you're the Bears, do you think that what gets discussed is Cliff? You coach Patrick Mahomes, you coach Johnny Football, you coach Kyler Murray. We kind of hope that Justin Fields could grow up to be something like that. Could you coach Justin Fields to be like that? And we could trade that draft pick and get a whole bunch of other assets that might make your your job easier. Doesn't that question have to get asked? And how do you think that discussion would go? 
Well, yes, that question has to get asked. And uh, I think, you know, the way the discussion would go is mainly, again, what Kingsbury thinks of Williams, because he doesn't know near as much about Justin Fields as the Bears and a number of other teams do. Um, I, Steve, we've been talking for, what, 20 weeks now, and I've been saying the same thing since week three, week four, week five, whatever it's been. I think that they've done the right things so far. I thought it was kind of silly to talk about even firing Matty Berfus after the job he did the second half of the season. Um, and I think it's been pretty obvious. I, you know, people are talking about how much Fields has improved in the last six weeks. What games were they watching? Uh, you know, he, he played better. He didn't turn the ball over. There's no question about that. Made some decent plays. They went we on five and three. That's all good. But if you go back and watch the tape, it's the same Justin Fields. And I just don't think that he is the answer as their franchise quarterback yet. And I suspect he's not going to be. Um, but that doesn't mean that Caleb Williams is the only option. So I think that the whole Kingsbury thing is really just interviewing all the best candidates they can and getting the most information they can from them. I personally, Stephen, we've talked about this before, I think it would be crazy not to trade that pick again because there are five or six first-round quarterbacks. I'm not saying Williams isn't the best. I'm not saying Williams isn't going to be a franchise quarterback. But I think there's a very good chance that there is another very good, maybe great quarterback or two in the draft besides Kayla Williams. And with what they can get by trading that pick, I would do it. And I would also not trade Justin Fields. I would get all that extra, you know, all those extra assets in the draft. I would get who I think is going to be my future quarterback. But I would also consider what you have in Justin Fields. And I keep thinking about this kid with the Lions this year and what he did, you know, a quarterback slash running back slash receiver. Um, there's a lot of things they could do with Justin Fields, even if it's just for one more year, or they could spend another year trying to develop him as the franchise quarterback. So I think this is the main year of the rebuild. Your, your one was a teardown. Your two was add as much talent as you can. Your three is where you have to become the Houston Texans. It's where you got to become a competitive team. It's where you got to make a playoff run. And the best way for them to do that is to load up on a bunch more first and second round picks. I look at what C.J. Stroud does does one day and what Jordan Love did the next day with near-perfect quarterback ratings in playoff games and just the whole idea of saying a playoff game and Justin Fields can't even get to nine wins as the, leading this team. I, didn't what you saw last week make you wonder why the Bears don't have one of those? <laughs> I mean, I well, watched it, I, and I watched it more as a, everything is Bears-centric. I look through that prism, and I look at it and go, wait, the Bears guy doesn't look like that. And I thought the Bears guy had more weapons around him, starting with D.J. Moore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. There's no question that you're right. You know, and, and, and Justin is an excellent athlete. He is not even a good passer. He's an average passer. His accuracy is barely average. He doesn't read the field well enough. Uh, he, he doesn't you know, make decisions quickly enough. And he's in his third year. You know, you talk about, and it's interesting when we talk about Jordan Love, because he took three years off to become who he is now apparently becoming. And that didn't really start to evolve until the second half of the season. But obviously that time, you know, watching another great quarterback in Aaron Rodgers helped. Um, but, but, but that has gotten him to where he's at right now. Um, I don't think the Bears have handled 
uh, Fields won. You know, they didn't start him immediately, uh, and then they you know gave him time to develop. I think Justin Fields is who he is, uh, a great football player, a great athlete, a great young man, by the way, but he has shown no signs that he is going to be a potential NFL franchise passer. Hub Arkers is my guest, senior NFL analyst for The Score. I'm agreeing. I've not seen anything. See, here's the thing, Hub. When you when you say Justin Fields has not shown, not indicated he's a franchise quarterback, and the Bears have not indicated ever that they're going to give you a franchise quarterback, that the care and feeding of that guy is something they do well. So advocating keeping him and trading the pick and missing out on a quarterback uh, who might be that guy? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to connect the dots, justify all this, weigh all this. Help me here. How does that happen <laughs> with a an organization that doesn't know quarterbacks and a quarterback who doesn't look like what we just saw last week? You know, Steve, it's hard for an old guy like me who's been waiting 45 years for them not to screw up the quarterback position. They've done it every time. And, and a, you know, maybe starting to get a little older guy like you, you know what I'm talking about. And and what we forget, I think, sometimes, not we, but what I think fans in particular forget, is that none of that for the last 42 years has anything to do with this decision. This is a new group running the team and making those decisions. This is Ryan Poles. This is Matt Eberflus. This is whoever the new offensive coordinator is. And and we shouldn't assume they're going to screw it up this time because they have so many times, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. It, this is this it, it's now. And and so the question I keep asking, I don't think there's much doubt that Caleb Williams is the best quarterback prospect in this draft. But what I keep asking myself is how much better is he than, you know, Blake May or or, or Daniels, or, you know, name a guy. Um, and, and having watched enough tape, I can tell you there's at least one who I like as much. And, and, and I think May is probably almost equal to Williams. So there are options. And all you got to do is trade out a number one to get a bunch more to help you grow your team. So that's where I'm going on this. But, but you know, I, I think we don't know about this Williams off the field stuff. There was so much talk about that the last month or two. And now supposedly he is doing and saying the things to improve that. I don't think he has any off the field issues. There's, there's none that I have found out about or I'm aware of. Um, He seemed to be fairly well liked by his teammates. The, The bottom line is, is he that much better than the other five quarterbacks, all of whom are going to go either in the first round or early in the second. And, and I haven't seen anything to say, no, it's not clear that he's that much better. And, and so I think that's what Ryan Poles is weighing right now. You know, he was, I, I thought they were great in their press conference last week and how they handled it. Um, you know, the way they explained things and, and, and what they said made a lot of sense in a lot of ways. And I think they made it as clear as they could. They haven't made any decisions yet. I, I think talking to Kingsbury is good for a lot of reasons, but they didn't go get Kingsbury because they're leaning towards taking Williams and they wanted the final answer. They just went to get more information. Hub Arker is my guest, NFL senior analyst for the score. We're talking Bears and the NFL here. This is, I think this is the best football weekend, the divisional football weekend. It just always seemed like it to me. It's football, 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 football. And that. That being said, today's games, we start with Texans-Ravens. How do you see that? Well, first of all, I I agree with you. This is my favorite weekend because I think it gives you the the possibility for the best games. And, you know, as far as the Ravens and the Texans, I'm done – 
you know, underrating the Houston Texans. It's not just that they, <laughs> you know, it's not just that they picked the right quarterback. It's not just that they've been lucky this year. It's not any question that D'Amico Ryan is a legitimate coach of the year candidate. They're real. They're a real playoff team, but they're not the Baltimore Ravens who are the best team in the AFC, maybe the best team in the NFL and just don't have any apparent weaknesses. And, and the Texans do, you, you know, they're still a growing team. And so I, I expect Stroud to have another good game. I mean, you know, he's a lot of fun to watch. There's no question about that. But to me, what I love about this round, there's going to be an upset. One of these four games, there's going to be an upset. I don't know which one, but I don't think there's going to be more than one. And I just, I don't think this one is it because I just think the Ravens are too ready and as impressed as I am by the Texans and that much better, I think they're going to be in 24. I just don't think they or Stroud are ready for this to go out and pull this big an upset today. I talked with Brad Evans of BetMGM earlier, um, and I said that there's there has to be an upset today. Which does he like as a guy who is investing in this kind of stuff? And he thought the Buccaneers in Detroit was the best value. It was minus 240, and he thought that was the best value. So look at that game tomorrow. You've got the, the Detroit Lions very near and dear to whatever the Bears are going to have to accomplish. And then Baker Mayfield, who gives great great entertainment, both on the field and in commercials. So how do you see that game? You know, I, I, I think that that is the best chance for an upset, but I don't see it happening because I think we're all still underrating the Lions. I, and, and the Lions' defense is questionable. There's no question about that, especially their pass defense. But their offense is so good, and, and Aiden Hutchinson is so good, and, and they are you know good enough against the run. Um, and you know, as fascinating and, and impressive a year as it's been for Baker Mayfield, he's playing hurt, and, and I just. I don't see them going into Detroit and, and winning that game. Again, so far, these first two games, I'm just looking at the rosters. I'm just looking at the depth charts. I'm just looking at talent versus talent. And, and the Lions are just a much more talented team right now than the Bucks. But I, I'm not going to you know, discount what Mayfield's done so far. And, and he is, uh, you know, he, he's a playoff quarterback. He, he could do this. It wouldn't be a shock to me at all. I think it's probably the most popular upset uh, from what I'm hearing so far. Um, but I, I think the Lions have got some magic with that coach and with that offense and that running game. And uh, I think that'll be the difference in this one. So Packers 49ers. I you just I guess if a Bears fan you have to root for the Packers to lose and and I don't know what you do about a team quarterbacked by Brock Purdy, but run by Kyle Shanahan, are there more at home like him? That's the kind of the question I would ask. How do you see that game playing out for the, the evil dreaded Packers? Steve, this is the one that confuses me the most because of the way it's being viewed. And and I would say I've heard as many people picking the Packers as I have the 49ers. Really? You know, and I, yeah, I mean, it's just it, it, a lot of people think this is the upset. I, I'm sure some of it has to do with the way they trashed Dallas last week. And, and, and that was shocking to me. Um, not that the Packers did it, but that Dallas was that bad. And I just don't see any way that the 49ers are going to come apart this weekend like the, like the Packers, like the Cowboys did last week. Um, you know, Jordan Love, I don't know I don't know what to think at this point. They can't possibly have found a third, you know, future Hall of Fame quarterback. They could have, but, but I think it's way early for that. But, boy, he's played really well the last five or six weeks. That said, 
what's wrong with Brock Purdy? You know, who a lot of people thought was going to be the MVP until a few weeks ago when it almost, I think, has almost become a Lamar Jackson award. Um, and Brock Purdy <laughs> is the number one ranked passer in the NFL, you know, and yet everybody's talking about what Jordan Love is going to do. The 49ers are at home. They're, they've got seven pro bowlers on the defense to, for Jordan Love to handle. So, you know, I, I hope the Packers make it a good game, you know, and I'd be fine. Listen, at this point, you can't be Bear Packer fans. You have to be playoff fans. And, and I have nothing wrong with the Packers winning again. I just don't think that they have nearly the talent that the 49ers do. And I guess I've said the same thing about all three games so far. I'm looking at the talent. The 49ers are just a much better team, and they're at home, and they're playing really well right now. So I just think this is too big to ask for from the Packers, where, where they're at right now. All right, the last game I wanted to talk about, the last game of this glorious weekend, Chiefs. Bills in Buffalo and dope it out for me. How do you see that? Who do you like? Well, I think it's clearly the best game. I think it's clearly the most even matchup. I think it's two really good teams. I don't think anybody would be shocked by either one of these teams winning. I think Buffalo being at home, you know, is, is obviously an advantage And the way that Jordan Allen played last week. I mean, that was a football game and, um, you know, all these quarterbacks played well last week and, and, you know, obviously I'm not going to diminish Patrick Mahomes in any way, but what bothers me about the chiefs is last in the league in turnover takeaway minus 11. Everybody talks about all the Allen mistakes early in the year and, and the problems the bills have had. The bills are actually plus two in turnover takeaway. They've improved on that, you know, in the second half of the season. And I, I just think these, these may be the two best quarterbacks in football right now. Allen is playing a little better, maybe even more than a little better the last three or four weeks. And again, they're at home and, you know, but you've got that, that, that Mahomes magic. What is it? Five and oh, now I think in divisional playoff games, uh, uh, I think 11 touchdowns and zero interceptions playing in five of them in the last, uh, was it six years or five years? So you can't discount any of that, but this is the one I'm looking forward to the most. It's the one I think will be the best game. And it really is that chiefs defense take number two in the league against Allen and, and, and the offense for Buffalo. Um, and so this one, the first three, I feel pretty strong about this one. Just my best guess. Cause I could make an argument for either one is that Buffalo at home, the ride that Buffalo, is on right now while Kansas City's been going sideways and backwards Kansas uh, Buffalo's been going forward and I think that those are all enough of a combination to give them a win in a close game one late uh, for Buffalo Hub I appreciate it thank you for breaking it down for me thanks for joining me today stay warm always always great to talk to you Steve take care bud all right Hub Arkus senior NFL analyst for the score and you know I want to bring this up we were talking about the playoff games so Know this, NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend is finally here and you can listen to every game free with the Odyssey app. Tune in today when the Ravens host the Texans. Coverage begins at 3. Then tomorrow, it's a doubleheader. Buccaneers at Lions, followed by Chiefs at Bills. Tomorrow's coverage begins at 1.30 on the score. Take the NFL Playoffs wherever you go with the 6.70 the score and the free Odyssey app. It's a Saturday suckage. Phone number is 312-644-6767. Got the cultural zeitgeist to get to. Got the Wake and Bake Club. Oh, boy, do we have news. This is just what a thing. And your phone calls and texts and whatever you want to yammer about, that's what we're here for. We suck so you don't have to. 
And I guess we'll reintroduce myself as Steve Rosenblum, right, Philly Jane? And I, I apologize. What is your name? I don't know who you are, the host. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We have the cultural zeitgeist. Right now, you're doing something for the culture. Oh, baby. Uh, do it for the culture. For the culture. Do it. Do it. Do it a little slower. Like. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. B to the is A. That's the anthem. Get your damn I do this for my culture. Joe, own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. I think we've really penetrated the cultural zeitgeist. The cultural zeitgeist. Welcome in. Welcome back. Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, Steve Rosenblum, Saturday suckage. Take up to 2 o'clock. Among the variety of texts, 847, well said and apt on Krauss, Steve. Baking blueberry clementine this Saturday. There you go. Here's our Wake and Bake Club. We'll get to that later. I got quite the item for the Wake and Bake Club. A different type of bake. And a lot of people with really... with. Good response, wonderful responses, heartening responses to playing Wayne Messmer's anthem from the 1991 All-Star Game, 847. I was there, 1991. It was unbelievable. And that's what I should have said. I should have done my grobber. I was there. And especially the week that we 
that Mark Grody did the overnight show and the anniversary of Grover's passing. I was there. We should have done that. But the response. I was there. Yep. 630, naughty word, ing ends in a, it's a gerund, and it begins with an F, chills. 630, thank you, Steve, for playing the 1991 National Anthem. Great stuff. A15, thank you very much for playing that. I was there, and I'd forgotten just how awesome it was. 309, bald eagle just flew over my car on the last note. Goosebumps. And I also want to thank Wayne Mesmer. He apparently was listening, and he called into the station, and show choirist Robbie Triano took the call. Yeah, I did. I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute, we just played you. Also, how are you listening? But he wanted to say hi, so he says hi. Love Wayne. Love Wayne. And some people who had texted in, Wayne, just so your anthem during the 1994 lockout when the Wolves, he was executive vice president of the Wolves in, in 1994, and he was doing the anthem, and he came out for the Wolves' first game, their home game. The Hawks are not playing. The NHL is not playing. And as one texter put it, you've got a bunch of minor leaguers looking around going, what the hell is going on? That was a loud moment. Anyways, thanks, Wayne. Appreciate your patronage. And it was. It was a great, one of the best sports moments I've ever been a part of and is backed up here. So I want to, um, in a cultural zeitgeist, I want to bring you this. Kyle Long tweeted last Saturday morning before the Bills-Steelers game in Buffalo. We kept you updated on that. Before it was moved from Sunday to Monday. And he tweeted, 65-mile-per-hour wind gusts in Buffalo tomorrow. They don't even fly big-ass planes in that. And they're like, hey, Josh, fire that pigskin. So somebody tweeted back at him. This was John Doe, bunch of numbers. Yeah, because footballs are the same as airplanes. <laughs> to which Kyle Long retweeted, responded. I mean, that's kind of the point. Literally built to fly. A football is just a dead pig, and the difference in mass. Imagine what the wind does to a plane versus what it does to a hog ball. I think you're up to speed now. Thank you, Dr. Science. And a Kyle Long tweet from earlier in the week. I play the game CIA agent or not in public, and a lot of folks just don't pass the CIA material eyeball test. I may be grading this whole game incorrectly, though. This has been your Kyle Long Tweet Weeks in Review. Have you ever heard of that? Do you ever play CIA agent in public, Robbie? No, I have no idea. Is that like a fancy word for just people watching? I, is it, it's a specific kind of people watching, I would imagine. Okay. We get, can you get Kyle Long? Can you can explain these kind of things? Maybe it seems like a game the whole family can play. You can guess. You can discuss. You can have family interaction. Put down your cell phones and look at people and see if they're CIA agents. There seems to be... <clears throat> A healthy mental approach to this. So book Kyle Long next week, okay? If nobody important listens, we'll be on next week. There is an ingenious cooking aid that is available. I am making pasta tonight for making, I got a pasta dish I really love. Making this for Mrs. Otter's birthday. It's her birthday tonight. I'm just going to make this and. And if you've ever had, this comes from designboom.com. And what they're writing is, 
If you've ever had a food conversation with an Italian, you probably know how serious they are about their cuisine and its traditions, particularly with pasta. Golden rules include not adding oil to the water and salting the water after it boils. But to get to the perfect al dente pasta taste, the bite, you really need to pay attention to the timing. In order to help people get their pasta perfectly cooked, the Italian pasta brand Barilla has teamed with Spotify to create a series of playlists whose durations correspond to the cooking time of most pasta shapes. So, here's the idea. You go to the playtimer list, and you get your choice of eight Spotify lists, eight Spotify playlists. They range from 9 to 11 minutes. But instead of setting a timer, you say, okay, I'm cooking boom-bap fusilli. I'm cooking fusilli, so I would choose boom-bap fusilli. Or I'm cooking spaghetti. I'm going to choose mixtape spaghetti. And the music they would play would be long enough for you to have the pasta in the water. And when the playlist is over, you can drain your pasta. But always save the pasta water for the sauce. That's quite a thing. That is quite a thing. Are you going to take advantage of that today? <clears throat> I might, but I don't know if they have a. I'm not using Barilla pasta, so I'm just going to go by the bite, whatever, it, whatever it is. So probably not then. So I started this several weeks ago, and since it pissed people off, I wanted to keep it going. So it's time now for the Saturday Suckage Ninth Greatest Riff in Rock History. Tell me you weren't jerking your head forward like I was, giving yourself whiplash. Jimi Hendrix, Purple Haze, ninth greatest riff in rock history. Working backwards, number eight was Pretty Woman by Van Halen, their version. Number seven, Money for Nothing. Six, Black Dog, Led Zeppelin. Five, Iron Man, Ozzy. Number four, Layla. Number three, Running Down a Dream. Number two, Satisfaction. Number one, riff of all time, Smoke on the Water. You might not like my list. Tough. I don't care. Go make your own list. Get your own radio show. Do suckage for somebody else. Uh, I have an ad, but I don't know if it qualifies. Seven Nation Army from the White Stripes. Even though it kind of has a bass sound to it, does that enter the party? Thanks for sharing, Robbie. You go back to show choir. So I asked him earlier if show choir was a contact sport. And as a as a gleek, you would think it would be very, okay, we just do this step, we do that step, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, right? But no, apparently there will be blood. What the hell's wrong with you? What <laughs> uh, happened? Share uh, with yeah. the class. Uh, so 
for the people who didn't listen, I did show choir and we were very competitive and like you, it, it is not necessarily contact sport, but there is a lot of lifting. Like I had to lift like my female partner up in the air, throw her in the air. We had to lift sets around and there's one time where uh, we had to like jump forward and do a push up on the ground. And I did that and someone else's foot who jumped with me, their foot hit me directly in the head. So it, we were in song number one of song five. So about eight minutes into a 25 minute set and my head is bleeding everywhere. So I'm wearing this white vest, white button up shirt. <laughs> and you got your Saturday night fever outfit. But I, it, yes, exactly. And it was sparkly and everything. And it was bleeding all over my back. And I remember I was spinning my dance partner and she said, you're bleeding everywhere all over me. And I just finished the set. So I went the rest of the set. I didn't know how to jump off. But yes. Uh, show choir is uh, definitely a contact sport. What a gamer you are. What a gamer, Robbie. Yeah. And we won. We won the show choir competition. So that, that we came in first. Is that the pity vote? Did you get the pity award because you were bleeding and you're just stuck it out? It definitely added style points for sure. Um, but all the parents afterwards Nothing were, says show choir style like blood. Yeah. I literally, all the parents afterwards were horrified because uh, I was bleeding all over their, their children. <clears throat> okay. All right. Thanks, Robbie. Appreciate it. 312-644-6767. Will, from Displains, welcome to The Score. How are you this Saturday, Suckage? Good, Rosie. Long time no talk. How you been? Oh, I've been groovy. <laughs> okay. Rosie, I just want to give a little bit of pushback on the stuff with Jerry Krause. Okay. Um, well, first things first, what took place at the United Center was classless and disrespectful. Mm -hmm. You do not boo a dead man unless he was a heinous member of society. So and that's not who Jerry was. But I will say this. I actually stay out of this nonsense because the way I figured they all played a part, from Phil to Michael to Jerry, to, uh, and that's both Jerry's, Reinsdorf and Krause. I will say this. Jerry Krause didn't do himself a lot of favors, though. I mean, what, I mean, we can't argue the fact he, he is. He was the architect of those six championships. He, um, he, was, he was shrewd enough to draft Scotty. Um, um, no, 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 he traded for Scotty. He traded for Scotty. Well, yeah, he drafted yeah. Olden Polonese and traded for him. Olden Polonese, right, and traded him. Right, 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 right. Correct, from Seattle. Correct. Um, and he was smart enough to, um, to draft Horace. I mean, Horace gets lost in all of this uh, in between the two separate three-piece. Um, but my thing is this. I mean, yeah, Michael's a butthole, and, and Phil, Phil has his nonsense going on as well. But Jerry played a part in that as well. You know what? I appreciate, I, appreciate, great... I appreciate the call, and, and I, 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 I understand the points. Um, it's hard to separate Jerry didn't help himself from Michael and, and Yoko Jackson certainly not helping him and making him a target and the way they portrayed Krause. Just wasn't Jerry never stood a chance, but he did his job as well off the court as Michael did his on the court. And everybody can say, well, he had Michael Jordan, of course. Okay. Everything else was Jer a Jerry Krause production, including Jackson, in who targeted Krause. All the coach, the assistant coaches, the coach, all the players. All the players moved. All the bodies moved in. And there were two three-peats. If what Jerry Krause did was easy, why haven't there been, there been more three-peats? And Michael Jordan found that out. And Yoko Jackson found it out. 
They're just not. That is a difficult job, and they face-planted, both of them, when they tried to do it off the court. Jerry may not have, certainly wasn't the most pleasing public figure, and he was put in situations where he's got to protect his information. That's the way he went about it. And so it didn't make for a really good look. But it was Jordan and Jackson who fomented the booing of a corpse and the horror suffered by his widow. All right, I'm going to take a break. We'll come back before we close out the show. The Wake and Bake Club has, well, we got a couple stories that are, whoo, boy. You just got to hear them. Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. There's something important I was supposed to do today. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. Hands down, dopest dope I've ever smoked. We can bake club. I love weed. I smoke weed every second of every day. Hey, I am your stoner. (laughs) (laughs) Even Smokey the Bear is going, only you can... I knew this. We're so high right now. Open up the door. It's Dave. Who? Dave. D-A-V-E. Will you open up the door? Yeah, Dave. Dave? Right, man. Dave. Now, will you open up the door? Dave's not here. Oh. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> I had the flu one time. Did a, did a gummy bear. I, I was like... Uh, breakfast at Bernie's, you know, the dead guy. Yeah. I was supposed to go to a party, and they, I went to the party, and they sat me in a chair, and people got sat beside me, took pictures, and I'm sitting there like, uh, breakfast uh, yeah. at Bernie's. Smoke weed every day. I have been that paralyzed. Welcome in, welcome back. Wake and Bake Club, 773 Texture. It's 1 p.m., Sativa or Indica? I... I the weather sucks. This is Saturday suckage. I go indica. There's no reason to get off your couch. And that's probably the best way to absorb this show. So here's a piece of Wake and Bake Club news I need. I could not wait to share. Wiz Khalifa, you're familiar with him? Oh, Bobby yeah. yeah okay. Man. He was on a recent podcast called Call Her Daddy. And... He admitted he goes to parent-teacher conferences stoned. Quote, hell yeah, I'm pulling up stone. They expect it. They know what's up. It's not like back in the day where you're considered a bad parent if you smoke weed. And he's he's right about that. Khalifa also said he is, quote, pretty sure his 10-year-old son, Sebastian, smells like weed. <laughs> He's just pretty sure that his 10-year-old son smells like weed. Quote, I don't know because I can't smell it, but I'm pretty sure he smells like pot. Khalifa 
shares Sebastian with ex-wife Amber Rose. And he refuses to abstain from smoking weed or change who he is for the teachers. Yeah, I'm pulling up stone, he said. I'm pulling up high because I want them to connect with a real me. They're not going to get a fake version of me or this made-up parent that society makes you think that you're supposed to be. I am who I am, and it's not because I'm a celebrity or anything. Smoke that's, weed every day. That's Wiz Khalifa, and I believe that's something every parent can relate to. In fact, I believe that's something every teacher can relate to. They would, The only way they can handle parent-teacher conferences is to be high. Teachers are the most important people in America right now. They get zero respect. They're underpaid. They're underappreciated. We should at least give them gummies. If you you know what you, they have to go out and buy their own markers. They shouldn't have to go out and buy their own yuzu kind of one to one gummies. That is terrific. He shows up stoned. Wiz Khalifa does. Well, I know we have callers who want to talk about Stan. You want to talk about the Hall of Fame? I'll be here next week if nobody important listened. I know there's some people who want to respond to Jerry Krause comments. Again, if nobody important listened, I'll be back. And all the other stuff. Thanks for listening to Saturday Suckage on the score. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So, kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait Wait a minute, minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. That's it. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. 
That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.